0: Welcome once again to Center Left Radio, the progressive voice of hope, politics, and jazz. My name is Richard Gazer, and as always, I'm pleased and I'm honored to be your host and your commentator for another of our commentary shows, one of the shows that we have up on air and online, 24-7, here at One word. CenterLeftTalkRadio.com. Go to the aforementioned address, and you will, beside besides seeing a, a a nice picture of the microphone I'm speaking on right now, right, well, right below that that rather lovely picture, uh, there will be two links, and the first is our podcast feed. Uh, the first podcast on that feed should be. Most likely is the one you're listening to right now. But if you are not um, one of those people who listens to us strictly as a podcast, you, you may be one who enjoys hearing us as a radio loop. What's that? Well, you, you hit the second link instead of the first. You know, I really don't want to try doing both at the same time. Uh, you could, I imagine. Hadn't tried that. But the second, uh, the radio loop link will give you a version of this very same show, me talking to you on Mike, and, and later on, David Bach, by the way, because it is Friday. Uh, but for now, me, and it will be you will hear it at whatever point in the loop the show happens to be when you hit the link, the aforementioned, that says, radio loop. And it's it's kind of an analogish kind of way of listening to us. It's 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 unique as far as I know. I I don't know of any other uh, talk radio source doing this uh, other than well other than live on air pure broadcast. We are digital all the way, but we just replicate um, a broadcast kind of feel vibe, if you will, with the radio loop. And uh, we we get a, a number of people who listen in that way uh, because I guess it just feels like feel, feels like old times. If, if we're if we're gonna uh, kind of if you can remember the song and realize that it, let's see whose whose theme song would that have been? And I'm not gonna hum it. I promise you. But in any event, that's what it's for. And one way or the other, we're glad to have you with us here at Center Left Radio. It is, as mentioned, it's the 7th of July right now, uh, a Friday. And uh, we, uh, we of course, are, are coming off of the uh, major, uh, large 4th of July weekend, notable, apparently, for setting... All manner of records uh, for the number of people traveling by air, by car, by everything else. Uh, the 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 standard wisdom on this being that people are literally making up for lost time. Uh, basically, the stuff the, the the time or the vacations or the Fourth of July trips or whatever that were not experienced or were not taken uh, during COVID and. Suddenly, I guess, I would have thought even by last year, uh, a lot of that might have been uh, uh, dealt with. You know, the the, the pent-up energy for travel or the desire for travel, this whole uh, thing that we do as Americans quite regularly and, and, and joyfully, but apparently it hit full tilt this year. Well, how much further it might go, I don't know. Normally... Uh, the the uh, as, as long as I've been around, the major travel date in the calendar has always been uh, the day before Thanksgiving. The Wednesday before Thanksgiving was just automatically known to be the single greatest uh, travel day, certainly flying day uh, of the year. But uh, no, we've uh, we've overcome that. So so uh, heaven knows where we'll wind up this coming holiday season. It, it could be uh, Whoa. more records may be on the verge of being broken. Wow, you know. And and I've always found it easy to you know to kind of. Uh, naysay the notion of traveling uh, any great distance on a major holiday, especially and especially these days when, when in advance you're told that there'll be four patillion people in the airport or 60 quadrillion people at the beach and, and at every major attraction that people might want to go, let's say, this time of year during the summer and at all the rides and with a billion little yelling and screaming, and, and yet people just seem to do it and want to do it, and do it willingly, and I imagine a lot of it is um, the, the, the sense of, of, of being around other people, doing and enjoying, and, uh, and, and the, I, I, I'm not sure how to describe what it is that, that, that gives people the incentive to jump in a car with a whole bunch of other people and get stuck in a traffic jam to wind up someplace eventually, only only to find more people who have gone through the exact same process you have gone through and are probably (laughs) just as pissed off (laughs) as you are about everything you went through to get there. I don't know, but we do it. And, and, and I, I guess the exception to what I'm describing right now would be when I myself have done it. Now, granted, I've done it more so in the past, um, but I, 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 I guess I have to uh, concede that there's a certain joy to doing it, to running out, to getting out there, to, to hitting the road, to doing all of that stuff. Uh, what we tend to do, my, my wife and I, what we tend to do, and my and my son is is uh, out of the house. We have no kids living with us at all at this point. Uh, the, the The nest is definitely empty. Uh, but for in recent years, and even when when my oldest was was uh, living with us, uh, we would go to the home of our best friends, very best friends, for, for years and years and years. My, my wife knew, uh, knew her first. Uh, I'm not going to throw names out. Uh, and, and, uh, we, um, and then ultimately, both husbands, I and he, came along. In fact, my wife introduced them. Uh, and, and before you know it, uh, well, they, they, they brought, bought a place which is maybe barely a 10-minute drive from where we are. And uh, there have been any number of wonderful, memorable uh, parties and other events celebrated there simply because she is prone to doing the best Parties in the world and just loves having a crowd. And what might otherwise uh, uh, have been, uh, what what energy might otherwise be expended in travel and running all over the place on a given holiday, she, uh, God bless her, uh, basically uh, channels. She she focuses it on creating food and entertainment and bringing a bunch of people together. And she's absolutely wonderful about it, and did it again this 4th of July. I guess we were, let's see now, I would say, I think the magic number we hit was about 18. And, uh, yeah, I remember we were, we were putting, I was, I came over early, we were putting up, bringing up tables from the basement and putting them outside, you know, in and, and the deck in the backyard and everything, making sure everything was ready and, and prepping food and all the stuff you do. And there, there's a, a really neat thing in the last, oh, I guess, last half dozen years. Some, uh, some new folks moved into the neighborhood next door. They're in a. These guys are in a cul-de-sac, and these guys are now at at the 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 group at the head of the cul-de-sac, whoever these people are. I've never actually met them. I don't think. I, I may have. I don't know. But um, but I just have no no memory of them specifically. They are doing fireworks from their backyard, uh, and they are doing it every Fourth of July. Now, technically here in New York State. Well, you're just not supposed to do that. But, well... What often happens, I've noticed, is that uh, those powers that be, the ones that might interfere with fireworks, uh, somehow... Don't always interfere. Uh, and, and the reasons may be varied. I, I I'm not going to discuss them or question them or 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 even opine or or speculate as to why these fireworks might be permitted. by the way we're 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 not just talking about, you know a pack of of firecrackers tossed in the, light the edge of it, throw it in the middle of the street, and go, oh, wow, oh, wow. Or a bunch of people waving sparklers on a back on a front lawn or something. No, 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 no. These folks are, I, I would say, I I, I want to say, Gucci level. I want to say barges in the East River level. And some of the fireworks that they're putting up there are sky-filling, gorgeous, beautiful things. Uh, they're not, they're not of, of, a, of, a, of a quantity and a frequency and an extended length of time. Let's say that would be the equivalent of a, a barges in the East River Macy's uh, fireworks show. No, it, it, it's not that. But the individual quality of the fireworks, I, I would put them up, they're, they're capable. I'm sure the identical fireworks are very near to them, fireworks are being shot off as part of the Macy's Fourth of July celebration. That's what we have literally next door to us. Just, we happen to have people who are doing this. Lately, it's every 4th of July. Now, I, I asked our friend, I I, I I said to our friend, I asked, do you know, have you heard, are they doing fireworks? And the response is, no, I haven't. But you know, by, by late afternoon, as cars start pulling into driveways and parking around the cul-de-sac, when there's enough of them coming, you know that... Yeah, they're going to be doing it again this year. And just as it began to get dark in the evening, lo and behold, this magnificent fireworks show starts. And and as I say, they've only been doing this maybe about a half dozen years, a little after they first moved into the, to the neighborhood, whoever they are. I, I, I don't know who these people are. But there's something about expecting, knowing that this wonderful thing is going to happen, and it's happening on 4th of July, and it's happening in a way, and it's, and, and it's, and it's reminiscent and, 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 and memory-inducing in a way that brings back a sense of all of those other 4th of Julys, and there have been a lot of them for me, and it's it's the continuation of a ritual. And, and it, well, there, there's, there's one sub-ritual that involves just these folks next door on the cul-de-sac there. But there's that other ritual, of course, which is America and Fourth of July and fireworks and celebrations and, depending on where you are, marching bands in the street and all of that. And it's... Ritual—it is pure, absolute, ingrained in us. Ritual. I think it's the type of thing that people coming to this country, uh, as visitors or or immigrants or anything else, <laughs> this is the sort of thing people just gravitate to. It's 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 a great thing, and it spans all sorts of time frames and all sorts of periods in our history <clears throat> my, my my thought is with as I was sitting there I simply I, I could feel myself drifting back as I was watching some of these fireworks the other night I was drifting back to Brooklyn back in the 50s late 50s and and watching fireworks being sh- Roman candles mostly that was the extent I imagine of of our of our technological and our financial capabilities. Those were the illegal fireworks we were able to get our hands on, probably from North Carolina or somewhere down south, wherever the guy, the shady guy who showed up on the street to sell them to us came from. And you didn't know if they were going to be good, bad, or indifferent, but usually they worked pretty well and we lit our fireworks, and we've been lighting them, and we did them again this year, and we watched that whole process play out, throughout all the changes, all the variables, all the the weirdnesses that have happened in this country, let's say, I mean, if you want to start, you know, discussing weird, weird begins 40 years ago when there is this rather slow, gradual procession, this series of efforts on the growing right-wing side of the country to make sure that we would ultimately wind up where we've wound up this year. That is, eliminating a number of presumed rights. That we have in this country, uh, having a court that is so wildly skewed and so politically oriented and so clearly legislative in its intent, uh, legislative in a, in a in a in a rather ugly way, it, it, basically in the removal of rights rather than in the extension of them, and and and. All of these things that in many ways would be counter to the notion of what a 4th of July and liberty and justice for all and waving of the flag or what it meant or what maybe what it should mean and maybe what it still feels like and what it means inside. Somehow, we're still able to go through the ritual of America and, and, and try to give continuity to our circumstances. I'm not sure if that ritual, does it diminish the ugliness of the moment? Does it diminish the the debasement of the Supreme Court as an institution does it diminish the debasement of the presidency by virtue of someone who has neither neither the respect nor the understanding nor nor the the, the tolerance uh, for learning what it's meant what is what was meant to to be a, what it meant or it should have meant to him to be a president of the United States, watching people being threatened, watching, watching all of the indictments continually coming down, watching the crazies coming out of the woodwork every time he puts out a tweet or whatever he puts out these days, you know, accusing someone. Donald, that lunatic, actually went ahead and put out Barack Obama's, I don't know if it was his exact address, but put out the neighborhood he lived in, in Chicago. He, he what, whatever his, what's, what's his trash thing called? Truth Social. And actually some lunatic showed up basically looking for uh, Barack Obama and was arrested before he could do any more damage. Guy had guns to the, to the teeth. We, th- th- this, is, this is what we're living in right now. Uh, we are living with the removal of women's rights. We are living with the, with the elevation of, of hatred for an otherwise unknown, what would have been unknown almost, group of people, LGBT, well, transgender people, the, that, that tiny community within this country who by no fault of their own any more than, than, than the fault of being homosexual find themselves in the wrong gender and basically are attempting to do something to, to bring some peace and stability and rationality to their lives. But no, this now is something else to focus on. And to, and to unleash anger and hatred and grievance about and over all as an extension of a belief system in a series of lies about a man who couldn't give a rat's ass about the United States, much less the presidency and the office that he held. All, all of that happening right through uh, this past 4th of July and us, not feeling that we, we couldn't celebrate because of the ugliness surrounding us or the ugliness in, in areas of our society. Not, not, not feeling that we had to uh, modify or eliminate our celebration because there's too much bad going on. Maybe it's the opposite. Maybe maybe it's an attempt to to, to Cover to to not think about to feel less offended by all of that out there. Whatever it is, this this ritual of of, of fireworks and and displays and community uh, cohesion and parties and 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 now travel and the beach and wherever people go, all of that not only continues but has been this year was amped up in a way that it never has been before. And I, I, I don't have a precise metric to 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 guide my assessment of that with. Um, we are in need of ritual. Ritual is something that that we just we thirst for it. It it brings a sense certainly yes it it brings continuity it's supposed to give us continuity and meaning and the ritual elevate the ritual is self elevating the the things that we do are elevated beyond the mon- the mundane action the lighting off and setting off of fireworks beyond just making the sky light up and get really loud are supposed to be about uh, the rockets, Red Blair, the whole business of the Francis Scott Key uh, uh, poem that ultimately, uh, when applied to a eighteenth-century drinking song, became the national anthem of the United States. the the uh, uh, The Anacreatic song is what uh, what was what it was originally, and a, a it was a uh, sort of a barroom parody song to a vague Greek god called Anacrius. And and the opening lines of it were, To Anacrius in heaven, who doth do something or other? And it went on to say all these odd, very 17th or 18th century-ish sort of things in, in odd ways that probably drew guffaws somewhere around the fourth pint of stout back in the day but ultimately wind up being uh, our national anthem here and the rockets read, damn they 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 sure blared did it make it any better or worse did it erase anything was it was it a chance for a moment to kind of overcome the ugliness that might otherwise be around us is it perhaps is it perhaps a sign that no matter what, we will find a way to do it. That, that our rituals are so ingrained in us that the stuff of America and, and the idea of America, and we've always heard this, the idea and ideals of America. America is an idea and and what what more profound and what more descriptive way of of expressing that idea than through a very very graphic ritual the sights the sounds the fireworks the 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 barbecue the people milling about everything all of these things maybe maybe we're telling ourselves that we can give meaning to all this that there is something that we all share that will basically come of the repetition of the ritual something that will gain back something or or maybe some way not to move any further apart something that that resets the whole structure of who we are socially and every other way i'm i'm not sure i i I don't have a final answer. I, I'm just throwing all this out because I was just so aware of it, if only briefly, the other night watching those fireworks go off and feeling so damned good about it. And we even played some patriotic music in the background on some on some uh, uh you know, some, some uh Bluetooth system that we wired in, and, and there was a patriotic set that we had. Someone had on their cell phone and just put it through, and a little John Philip Sousa. Uh, it, it was great. It wasn't. It wasn't Republican. It wasn't Democrat. It wasn't anything. It was American, and it was just wonderful to know that if even for a brief, shiny moment, run, boy, run, tell them there was a Camelot, for a brief moment, we could just participate in an American ritual, feel great about it, not have to think about who we were talking to, what their political bent might be, and and just imagine that we have some basis for unity or perhaps a basis for reunification it 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 it's a it's a deep it's a deep inhale it's a it's a momentary deep breath and i was just so pleased to take it and i feel so good about sharing it with you i i don't feel as though it's diminished because well it was a moment in time well every moment is a moment in time and change is the magical constant of all our lives and we are never going to be able to live in a purely wonderful good planet because if we don't understand fear we will never understand love and they are just they're just opposite sides of the same coin quite literally I don't, I'm not sure if that's the def, if the if the universe defines it that way. But we as sentient beings, as Homo sapiens, the, this this species that we have evolved into over the last I don't know now 100, 150,000 years. How long has Homo sapiens been around? Once once the Neanderthals were pretty much out of the picture, what was left was us, our psyche, our souls, our our core requires the ability to both deal with, but to incorporate, to understand, the counterbalance of love and fear. And and not just those two things as very singular entities. All of the avatars, all of the subsets, all of the children and grandchildren and great-grandchildren that come under those two conceptual terms, love and fear. It's how we're set up. It, it it talks about attraction and repulsion, pr- positives, uh, negatives, uh, yin and yang. It seems, from everything we're observing, to be the way the entire universe functions. You can't have it all one way. If you try to have it all one way, it just doesn't work. And, and so, our... Existence, our life, uh, the 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 culps, the the multi-billion-year periods of the universe that were that were conceptualized, that were that were intuited, that, that maybe deduced even by study, and but the the the, sadhus, the 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 southern Asian wise men and women of, of thousands of years ago were able to figure, to imagine, that the universe expanded, rested, contracted, rested, expanded, and contracted. It was a push and pull. It was a constant tension. It happened over billions of years, and it had no beginning or end. And that was the part that they had long before we needed to institutionalize our sense of the spiritual and what we eventually called the divine because it was the only way to institutionalize it and basically make it a social as well as a religious component in our lives. But the notion of what we are on a spiritual level has been out there and far, far exceeds anything that any religion has come up with within the context of an institutionalized statement of what we are. And a compartmentalized, institutionalized thing. What what was being thought and expressed 4,000, 5,000 years ago is closer to what we actually are than any of us, I think, uh, realize at this point and it took into account this understanding of that time from that time took into account the 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 push and the pull the yin the yang the love the fear the the positive the negative the everything all of those all of those conflicting things that somehow must resolve into our universe and us and 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 we're supposed to I'd like to revel in that, marvel at that, feel wonderful about that, take a certain comfort in the fact that there is conflict, knowing that conflict ultimately becomes resolution, and resolution is what perpetuates our positive evolution as a species. That's... That's as much as I think. That's as much as I could possibly think about it and say about it, because I don't really know where it goes from here. Yes, we. I'm. 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 I'm sitting here talking to you as a, uh, as a, as a talk show, uh, commentator. I'm giving you my thoughts. I'm. I'm. I'm I'll, I'll obviously, uh, hypothesize where the country will be and where it's going. And, and we're talking about, you know, a, a period of time, I would say that we're looking at the results of a 40-year shift to the right in America. Shifts, by definition, come and go. You don't keep shifting. The likelihood that America will continue perpetually in any one direction defies our history and defies logic. Uh, The the thought that it's all going to simply keep going down the tubes, well, that's been thought before. But there tend to be cycles in things. There tends to be a yin and a yang. There tends to be a positive and negative. There tends to be the, the interplay and the results of love and fear working against each other and ultimately resolving so that we can appreciate both and understand their meaning in our lives, that we can be motivated by both to move forward. Because if you don't change, you cease, you see. And change, that magical content in all of our lives, is basically fueled by the oppositions of things. Now, I'm... I'm quoting any number of people. I'm not even going to try putting out their names. I don't care their names. This is what I've experienced. And I have a feeling, if you'll sit back and think, you've, you've probably experienced very much the same in your life. Welcome the oppositions. Welcome the conflicts. Stare them down. Face them. Understand them. Be prepared to react to them. Do not be just frightened, frightened to the point of inactivity or into, into cower, cowering as a result of the things that confront you or frighten you. Figure a way to push back. That's what we're built to do. It's what we're meant to do something good will come of the reaction to negative, to fear, of finding that within us the, the variant on love that can counter the negative that we are confronted with. i I am learning that day by day, I am and I, I think I've mentioned I'm in the process of marketing my mini series right now and I have had amazing things happen. And I'm this is for another day, another time, maybe probably a whole other forum. But I am amazed at what I have watched, observed happening along those lines. The 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 distribution and, and marketing and, and acceptance and and, 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 and ability to, to, to take in my stuff by people, I would not have expected to be there. I would not have expected to be in a position to do what they might. It's all happening because I am willing and have been willing, I believe, to push back against my own fears of failure. It's it again. This is a much that's a much longer story, and I'm not going to go into it. But it's all about love and fear, positive, negative, yin and yang, proton, electron, neutron. Where is the universe going? Dark energy, dark matter, name it. All of these forces that that confront other forces and result in. Change, And it can always be change for the better, if we'll work with it to be change for the better. We can always make it horrible. Donald wouldn't know what to do with good if it fell on him. <music> Donald lives in a state of fear. We don't have to. We can evolve, and we can push off of our fear. And we could choose to love and to evolve and to understand the the beauty and the joy of ritual. Even in this, maybe perhaps especially when the ritual is cutting through a dark time, when it's lighting it up and making us feel a lot better, When, when the bombs bursting in air And the light and the music and and, and the camaraderie and everything that goes with it are a reminder of better times and where we can be and what we're capable of when we come together. David's going to be with us in a little bit. I think right now might be a, a very good time for and, and this, is, of course, is part of any great celebration, at least where I come from. You have to add a little jazz. Yeah, you know what's at stake, and I know. We all know. We can count on you. On behalf of all of us at Center Left Radio, thank you. You're listening to Center Left Radio, the progressive voice of hope, politics, and jazz. And you're listening to us on the web at www.centerlefttalkradio. One word centerlefttalkradio.com That's it. Enough said. David, what's on your mind? Uh, well, there's a lot, and if you want to hear
1: more, you can find me at <clears throat> Twitter at Faces Ideas um, So there's a couple, like, goofy stories that I want to talk about. Yep. Uh, one is Margin Taylor Greene has apparently been thrown out of the House Freedom Caucus.
0: What the hell was... I saw this yesterday afternoon. I just noticed it in the feed. I began reading the story, and it was uh, uh, the same reaction I just had. What the hell? <laughs> I mean,
1: it is what it is. I think their argument is she's too close to McCarthy, and they're supposed to be like against the main branch of Republicanism. I, I don't know. It's it's irrelevant. Her, her, it's not her like bomb she lost throwing is not
0: accurate. She she doesn't make good enough bombs. She's not prepared to take the country down enough. I mean, damn.
1: <laughs> it, it's just like a like a goofy story to laugh at. With. Yeah. It doesn't change anything she's still basically the most powerful Republican in the house and is like she's not going anywhere it's just you know it's like the same thing of like her yelling at Lauren Boebert it doesn't it makes no difference um they're all still come crawling back to her for all the money she raises or for endorsements or whatever it, yeah, it's just yeah, a weird yeah. story
0: You know, she's she's the queen of Crazy Town, so what the hell, you know, that's it.
1: Yeah, well, speaking of Crazy Town, um, Eric Adams is a fucking weirdo. Uh, Okay. I swear to God, there's never a story I hear about Eric Adams where it's like, oh, he did a good thing, or this is a happy story about him. Um, He recently got into an argument with, uh, like, an 80-year-old Holocaust survivor when she was asking him about rent control. Um, I think he called her a plantation owner. I didn't hear this story. No. Wow. Go on. And then there's this new story about uh, apparently he has a photo of a uh, of a police officer he carries around with him. Yeah, that's fake. They just found a Google image photo and they like dipped it in tea to age it.
0: Well, I mean, I, Adams, what am I going to say? Adams, you, you know, he may be on some personal level. Yeah, he strikes me as having his quirks. He doesn't strike me as a fundamentally bad person, or somebody who doesn't who doesn't understand that he's supposed to be working for the betterment of all people in the city. I I I don't get that. Are are you going in that direction, or are you just talking the quirkiness of the guy? Well, I mean, there are a lot
1: of issues with his with uh, how he's been governing, but like, I. I think he is probably, like, especially if he loses this term, uh, the next election, people probably look at him pretty similar to how unfavorably they looked at de Blasio.
0: Yeah, yeah, I hear you. Who, I, who, who, by the way, so, I understand, just got separated from his wife. Yeah, I don't, I don't know why that's, but that's like, I, I don't care. Yeah, don't really neither do I. Any, okay. any
1: more national news than, than Britney Spears got into an altercation <laughs> with Britney <laughs> on the security, like. It, it's actually it's less relevant than that
0: mm. um Th- thank you <laughs> yeah <laughs> oh uh, my oh my go on david go on give me more <laughs> um so we also have
1: the, the I, I don't think we talked about the the supreme court uh no no from no. the last time yeah so they there was two student debt, debt ones one they dismissed on standing the other one they they allowed through, so they uh, killed the student debt program, right? the league program, and so he's going to try it through a different method, which I imagine will ultimately be ruled unconstitutional as well. Um,
0: well, well, the, the the problem with the with the second route that that well, the problem from the Supreme Court's perspective, not 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 from how they would well, okay, politically. Again, working from the political assumption—and it's not even an assumption, it's it's an observation—that the court essentially is a Republican legislature unto itself and a conservative Republican legislature unto itself, which is exactly what it's not supposed to be. When when Biden comes back with this particular version of the student debt program based on the second law that's already recently been passed by the Congress— they're they're turning that one aside will be seen as a 1 trillion percent purely political act there's no way around it now whether or not that matters to them or not i don't know but they're going to have to really go out of their way to knock down this second version of the Biden effort to kill the student loan debt that that's well they they're doing they're going out of the way to do a lot of things. So yeah, they they yeah, ruled yeah, in yeah, favor
1: yeah. of 303, um, which was the fake website um, with the, the fake case that uh, a woman may have to make a website for a gay couple, which is just like a slippery slope to the start. You know, expanding who can be discriminated against because yeah, that's never, what the case they, is they, about. They,
0: there was never, there was never standing. There was never, there was never a meeting of the parties. There was never a case here. That's the part that disgusts me so much about this. There was no wrong done, and therefore nothing rationally for the court to consider except that it was looking for some goddamn thing to basically shove up the country's ass, and it found it. That's it. And then we have next, we have next um,
1: session where they're going to, to potentially take up a case about whether or not if you have a domestic violence um, charge or, or conviction whether or not you can have your firearms removed which, oh, for, those people, which for those people who are like well you know it's my first amendment right to have those the like number one indicator that you're going to uh kill your spouse with a firearm mm-hmm. is if you have a domestic violence um charge yeah but it's right, not of course. It. it's not just and and the the argument is going to be oh you know women women blame men on stuff, and they make stuff up all the time, which just statistically is not true in any way, shape, or form. Of course. But um, that's not what the law is. It's not if you get accused of domestic violence. It's if you already have a domestic violence conviction or you have a stalking conviction. It's certain certain crimes that already fall into a pattern that leads to a higher cause of death from those. That's what they're trying to, to stop, which... You know, obviously it's more important that you, you kill your wife than you lose your firearm.
0: Of course. Like that's... And, and it's more important that we find excuses and reasons and opportunities to expand gun ownership and gun utilization. And we look to find the fringes and the margins and see how far we could push it before. Well, even it's too These people are too crazy even for us to give them guns. But until we figure out where that edge is, let's keep knocking down every barrier. Let's keep so the, going the, in the exact opposite direction.
1: The, the edge is trans people. That that's those are the people <laughs> who can't. It's like, not even like an exaggeration because wait, wait so, so so wait a minute.
0: You think there'll be a? You think there'll be? They'll come out by the way with a, with a second ruling that'll say. And by the way, people with with domestic convictions can have them, but no trans people can have guns. You think we're going in that direction? <laughs> I mean,
1: uh, probably because like they keep trying to blame mass shootings on trans people.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah. 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 And. It, Again, it, it's sick. It's mentally ill. It, it's a sick thing. Yeah. Well, e- like even then, like so the the I want to say is
1: Nashville. I think that shooter was non-binary. I don't remember if she was actually trans or not. Um, okay. And then they're trying to blame the Philadelphia one on a trans shooter. But like even then, we have an average of two mass shootings a day. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. that was. Two in the last what six months? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There have yeah. been six hundred mass shootings or something in that time span. Mm-hmm. Uh, like we have more mass shootings, more people killed on Fourth of July last year than Australia's had in the last twenty.
0: I I, I think the non-trans mass shooter ratio to trans shooter uh just might be a little skewed uh on in in one particular direction but again this is none of this is about fact you know that this is all about propaganda it's all about basically grievance mongering it all comes back to how we keep donald happy how we keep ourselves in a big uh you know in in the kumbaya from hell is what this is all about and uh I don't know where it goes or where it ends but I do know we have to keep pushing back from our end. That's it. Well, thankfully it it kind of just goes to rhetoric
1: because a lot of the 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 bans that they're doing are like almost universally getting struck down.
0: Yeah, uh, and and, and that's and that's interesting that even with all the court crap, even with the garbage with the Supreme Court we're able, by and large, and and there's just so much. Thank God that the Supreme. There's just so much damage, so many cases, and so much damage the Supreme Court can do. But by and large, the the really worst of what we're doing, the courts, the court system seems to be holding up. Um, what I, I could you know? And I think people forget that that between Biden and Obama. Yeah, granted. Trump put a lot of of federal judges out there, but between Biden and Obama, numerically, he was swamped. There are a lot more, uh, you know, I I shouldn't say no, there are a lot more rational judges. I don't want to say that. they. I don't want to call them political appointees all the way across the board on the on the Trump side. It's all it's all the heritage uh, society, all that. That's all. That's all his bullshit. But there are a lot of good judges out there, too. And there are even Trump-appointed judges who know how to rule correctly.
1: Well, we could talk about one of those because there was a case. want to say it was Missouri who brought the case about censorship. Yeah. Um, where the Trump judge just put a uh, an injunction on the White House, the FBI. Ah, uh, you know,
0: yes, 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 The yes.
1: CIA. Basically, the the judgment is it's a pro misinformation judgment. It said that um, the government is not allowed to censor speech that disagrees with regardless of whether that speech. And he's like quoted like every conspiracy theory, the COVID is COVID came from a lab. Vaccines don't work. Um, uh, Black Lives Matter. Some terrorism thing. The the election was stolen.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah.
1: Hunter yeah. Biden's laptop was real. And to be clear, the Hunter Biden laptop thing that they're still three years later screaming about is Twitter censored it for like a day. Yeah. And then this. And and keep in mind, this was a single post story. The reason that other outlets didn't cover this in the same way that the post did is they could not verify the information in it. And I want to reiterate. If this laptop is real in the way that they say it is, they have the access to it. Right. James Cormor has seen whatever's in the laptop. And that's why they have ad- they've directly asked him multiple times, are you going to share the information in the laptops? And they're just like, no, because it's all bullshit. In the same way that every time he goes on Fox or he goes on OEN or he goes on whatever, um, and they ask him, well, what exactly are you accusing Biden of? He either says nothing because he just gets words out or he's like I don't know we haven't found anything yet but we're gonna keep looking um remember like it's every single week they're gonna change um into something else
0: it's it sounds like Rudy's responses in sixty two lawsuits about about the uh election interference that never existed when he was finally asked what well what happened um uh well um what's the, where show us your proof um um well um that's why he doesn't have a law license right now. Well, that's why and like this is it's literally every week they come up with something new.
1: Yeah. It was the yeah. the two IRS whistleblowers and then Chuck Grassley said, "Oh yeah, we have 17 tapes of the Bidens." And then they said, "Well, James Comer, you saw this." He goes, "I don't I don't know what he's talking about." And then there was um the other representative who said, "Oh yeah, the FBI is afraid of the um the whistleblower getting assassinated." And then they they asked McCarthy's like, I have no idea what she's talking about. And then they can't find the whistleblowers. And then there's a there's more IRS whistleblowers, but they, they can't find that information. Yeah, they, and then yeah. there was um uh tapes or something. And now there's like cocaine in the White House and yeah, oh stuck, yeah, and the
0: cocaine in the White House. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's it's literally
1: every single week it's a new thing. And they they because they have a goldfish spanned attention, they just remember the buzzwords. And nobody can ever follow up with it. It's it's all just buzzwords. And at any point, like you can't be taken seriously if you don't ever put any proof. If you have proof he's corrupt, show it to us. And if it's true, get him out of office. If it's not, shut the fuck up and do do your goddamn job and go help the Americans. Thank people. you. Like this is a waste Thank of everyone's you. time and resources.
0: Yeah. Yeah. No, I I, I, I totally agree with you. It, it it just it really gets silly after a while. Um I, I I'm going to be curious to, to follow, though, the story that you led off with today, the Marjorie Taylor Green story and where this is going. And if she might try to create an even crazier wing. Of, oh, who knows? I mean, I don't know. Why Why? Why am I even why am I even speculating? Well, they tried that. Yeah,
1: she tried that her Yates, and Matt Gates, and Paul Gosar, Paul Gosar, who is a. As essentially, a neo-Nazi because, he, at the very least, he's very openly anti-Semitic. Like every six weeks, he does something anti-Semitic. Yeah. Um,
0: yeah.
1: But they—they they tried. They tried to do their their white Anglo-Saxon caucus um, three years ago. I'm ch- so I'm ch- like this is not this. It wouldn't be. I don't think she's going to do anything. Um, in in all likelihood, they'll just take pot shots at each other. Yeah. Uh, Across yeah. like whatever but let them let them have in fighting it it is what it is
0: yeah yeah that's just going to go on for a while and the other part of that though the other side of that is because of the because of this of the immunities that are given to members of congress to uh that protect their quote unquote well it's a super protection uh of their speech even if it's accusations that are mindless and baseless and groundless and everything else uh, there's you're you're just going to keep hearing this. They're they're using they're using the system against itself, uh, but then again, that's why we have elections, and that's why hopefully uh, we have two parties at least, uh, and one of them that that can can rationally uh, express itself and basically bring out the insanity of what the other side is doing, and hopefully we all recognize that we're still sixteen months away from a general election and, and a hell of a lot is going to have, so much is going to happen between well, now and then.
1: Yeah. Well, good policy is also uh, Biden doing a tour, going to all the, the, like the vocal people who are taking credit for the, uh, whether it's the expansion of <clears throat> yeah. um, uh, what is it? Internet or the, the, uh, the, the other um, infrastructure bills and saying, Hey, look, all of this, whatever whatever this thing is that we're building, um, you got it over the objection of your congressperson, senator, whoever it is. Exactly. They're, they're going to take credit for it, but they didn't want you to have it. Of course. And well, just pointing out that, hey, there are things that we you're getting done, and your people are not defending. It.
0: Which brings to mind that there was a big thing all over the news yesterday. Chuck Schumer was out there touting the six-plus Billion dollar. No, no. Six. How many billions of dollars? It was a massive amount of money that's being used and that is now on the table and the shovels are going into the ground to start the rebuilding of a or to start a new tunnel between Jersey and New York under the river because the ones that are there that are 110 years old were flooded out uh, during uh, Katrina, uh, not, not Katrina, F, F, under Sandy and are gonna collapse one of these days. And uh, that's, that is the single biggest, uh, I, I, I think it says it's the single biggest transportation infrastructure project Gover- government-funded infrastructure project in the history of the American transportation system. We got a lot of coverage on that yesterday, and I gather well, there's a lot more where that came from. Well, there needs to be a lot more because even on the sense that we—because as big as that that
1: bill, that bill was, and this is the analogy I use, uh, your roof is leaking. It's going to cost you $100 to fix it, and every year you put $10 in, $10 in, but the damage— it basically just is to keep it functioning, and then one year you put forty dollars in. That's a historic amount for you to put in, yeah. But it doesn't solve the problem, right? Just because it's a historic amount doesn't mean it's enough to adequately deal with it. And that's basically what we're looking at for infrastructure. We put a historic amount in, but because we've neglected it for a hundred plus years. Um, it's it's not enough. And it's not enough not even just to get it to a standard that's acceptable. It's not enough to get it to a next standard where it can survive the extreme new weather stuff that we're having. Because now we have just as New Yorkers, we no longer have sunny or cloudy, we have smoke. We have we have in Texas, they have enough energy to supply people with the with the green energy. They just do not have the infrastructure to get it to people. Yeah. Like yeah. we have we're at the point now where where green energy can more or less um, charge things, can it can run Texas? If it can run Texas. They can run most of the country, and we haven't even invested enough in nuclear as it is. Like we could invest into a whole bunch of other energy sources to start dealing with this because things are the all the warning lights are just like they, they did not fell off the warning level, level off, yeah. like a week ago, and it's 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 shit or get off the pot time.
0: Yeah. Would would you say that the Bi- what, what Biden managed to pass a year ago then would be it's the down payment on the fix? Yes.
1: And yeah. this, is, this is how a lot of what I described the first two years of the Biden administration were. He's yeah. not FDR, but he laid the groundwork for a president who had a little bit of a larger majority and a little bit more of an appetite to be aggressive to make a substantial amount of positive changes. Because there's a lot of good things that happened. He— No, we can have a larger infrastructure bill. We can actually expand a permanent child tax credit. Because the thing that is also worth mentioning every single time is when given the chance to help children, congressional and Senate Republicans will always vote against them every single time.
0: Yeah. Um, Yeah.
1: uh, It is. This is just they just hate children. Um, (laughs) It's a horrible thought. uh, Maybe the next president will actually legalize marijuana. Um, or they will expand a, a federal use of, um, of safe sites for, for drugs in order to no longer combat them as a uh, a criminal offense, but as a mental health offense, which is what a bunch of other countries doing. it's way more efficient. It's way more effective. Um, yeah. Yeah. Like There's a lot of stuff that he laid the groundwork for potentially being good. Maybe the next infrastructure bill has high-speed rail and nuclear in it. Maybe the next one has... Uh, an investment in more solar panels um, an investment in like like city solar panels on top of uh, buildings or uh, something to make sure that the roads are, are more um, are, are less able to absorb electricity or an expansion of uh, EV charging stations there's so much more that we could be doing for this in he has laid the groundwork for a lot of it just because the numbers are big. Doesn't mean that we shouldn't be doing it because, and this is from the army about uh, five six years ago now. This was that the number one threat to the U.S. military is climate change.
0: Yeah, I recall hearing that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. David, you, you're, you're making you're making an incredible. I, actually, what you're doing is is giving me. A lot of hope, because basically what you're ticking off is the stuff that Biden has begun focusing on, has put money against. But if we can simply find the political will and the and the mechanisms within our political system to move to the next level, we can do some amazing, amazing things in this country in terms of bringing ourselves up to the levels that we need to be at. I see that as a possibility for unification, quite honestly. I, I, see, that, I see I see, raising up the standards for people because of the improvement in our infrastructure as, as a mechanism for basically getting around or getting past, at least somewhat, the need for all the grievance crap that basically people are wallowing in right now. Uh, There's just not going to be a whole hell of a lot in their lives to feel, at least not the same level of grievance materials out there, if the country really begins to start showing the results of what Joe Biden has laid the groundwork for, and I and also it's there's you can see the
1: difference in governance. Like yeah, uh, Josh Shapiro can run twenty on, on in I think he's up in twenty six. Yeah, um, uh, he can run on literally. I rebuilt ninety five in two weeks. Like, like what what is the comparison for what a Republican governor has done? The yeah, DeSantis yeah. I'm fighting yeah. with Disney, uh, Sarah Huckabee Sanders. I let little kids work in meat shops. Like, uh, like what is?
0: David, you, you should know. be you 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 should be you should be writing you should be writing the political position papers for these people. That's 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 absolutely brilliant. <laughs> I I would I would put that comparison out there. Oh, well, we well you just did. That's that that's that's excellent. <laughs> Damn, and 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 you're you're absolutely right. With with the infrastructure work being done, this becomes. The stuff of campaigns, also. What have you been doing? Well, we've been pissed off and grievancing and 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 dividing and and culture warring and uh, marginalizing and uh, and uh, well and waiting for you to do, waiting for you guys to do the right thing so that we could uh, so that we can misstate it and and yell and scream. Yeah, yeah, I get that. David, uh, any other thoughts? No, that's really it. Uh, I, I, you, you have given. I think you've given all of our listeners and me uh, quite an earful and a quite a quite a mindful today, and I really, really appreciate it. Uh, tell us uh, where people can get more of an ear and mindful of you from. Uh, at Twitter, at Faces Ideas. Uh, thank you once again. Uh, great show, and and uh, think about this, folks. I mean, really, uh, you know, we 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 have so much good that we are beginning to do and can continue to do, and everything could come together, not saying how it will, but things could come together in a brilliantly positive way and get us out of this need. If we're not doing the grievancing ourselves, the, the need to talk about grievancing, which amplifies it, and take away the foundation for perpetual belly like a, like, a, like a bunch of wet two-year-olds uh, that seems to have overtaken so much of the country because the two-year-old in chief out there basically can't, you know, can't change his pants in time. Uh, we, we, change is inevitable. And I'm looking forward to the changes that we could make uh, and put them in the right direction, which, which leads me to uh, a celebration of sorts. Well, it's a, it's a pretty standard celebration. It comes just about this time in every Friday show. Uh, I get a chance to say a little more jazz. listening to Center Left Radio, the progressive voice of hope, politics, and jazz. My name is Richard Gazer, and thank you once again for being part of today's show. The foundation is there. We can can take our rituals and say uh, this is about remembering what we might have been or could have been and bemoaning uh, what we're not. Or we could look at the foundations that are there, like David was just discussing and saying, our rituals now are a way of reminding ourselves that we can rise and give ourselves an even greater nation. It all depends on what we want to do.